guys. Welcome to Broke Teachers Travel Podcast. I'm Marnie. And I'm Jeff. And today we are going to talk about when things go wrong when you're traveling. They don't always happen, but sometimes things go a little haywire and you have to kind of deal with a little bit of chaos. But don't get upset. You know, like Dr. Seuss says, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will. Um, yeah, so um, that's that's the thing. And, and one of the, the my struggles throughout my my you know, new desire to travel all the time is to become more and more patient uh, when things do go wrong. And, and I'm generally a lot better than I was, say, 10 years ago. And Yeah, you know. I think, honestly, working at Disney and the tourism industry helped change that a lot. For us, we learned, you know, that you have to be patient with people and you have to be patient when you travel because things don't always run smoothly, you know, like you would like them to. But in the end, you're getting such a reward from traveling that right. really doesn't matter. And, and I, you know? can, I can tell you one thing when traveling abroad, if you're a Karen, things aren't going to go well for you. No. Okay. So, no. so don't ever pull that card. Um, you know, we, we like to think that people are always nice and professional, but I've seen people just, you know, say, I'm not dealing with this and wait to the next shift change. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoa. The more patient you are, the more patient people will be with, right. you know, with you. And it's, it just works out better for everybody. And, and one of the things they talked about at Disney is, you know, the customer may not always be right, but we always wanted to be our customer and yes. people really want to try to help the situation. But, you know, sometimes things are just out of sometimes their hands. Sometimes their hands are tied. You yeah. Know, you know, people can't make the plane go any faster, land any quicker. They can't change the weather. You know, and, and so many of those things. And I had to, you know, this last um, trip, there were some things that went wrong, but the people really, amazing. They, they really made it up to me. Everyone that I talked to, um, you know, made sure I got home and made sure eventually my bags got here. And <laughs> yes. Everything. Took a little while, but you right. got them. Right. I did. And that's all that matters. Um, the first thing I think we need to talk about is forgotten items. Right. I mean, that's a big one. And one of the, the important things, the two, the two most important things I think that you must uh, make sure is on your packing list and everybody needs to make a physical packing list. Yes. You know, yes. Whether it's on your phone with a little check marks beside it or, or whatever, or, you need a physical or, one. Or, hey Siri, remind me to yes. do this. Um, the two things that I see is medicine, you know, prescription medicine, Definitely get that. Now, anywhere you go, they, you know, don't think, don't delude, be delusional and think we're the only people that have pharmacy. No, and, no. you know, there are they, pharmacies they, around they, the world. They have everything that we do wherever. Um, but it sometimes, you know, it's, it's, uh, they're closed and things like that. So, you know, uh, pack your medicine, but make sure you pack an extra three or four days in case something does go yeah, wrong. Yeah, you speak with your doctor or your pharmacist and they can help you arrange that. You know, for, for you and your, um, your children. Also, mm-hmm. Make sure you bring whatever it does to keep their attention. Make sure that they have their, um, if they have a phone or an iPod or iPad or yes. whatever. Um, we always tried to reserve those just for travel for the most part, you know, because then it's novel, it's new, and right. it keeps them occupied, you know, and happy. And not just that, but like with babies, bring right. their favorite blanket, bring their favorite toy, you know, just make sure it's not something that's going to disturb Right. Everybody on the airplane, you know, not not one of the things that talks loudly or or, or if they have headphones, <laughs> it, you know, it, there's there's a lot of really cool yeah. things there. But Absolutely. I would I would definitely make sure that those things were on um, my packing list. Yes, 100 percent. And also on that packing list, snacks. 
because sometimes you run into long layovers and not just layovers at the airport itself, but maybe your plane has to circle for a while before it can land or maybe you're sitting on the tarmac and you have to wait for a couple of hours, which is becoming a more common thing. Um, you know, it just depends on the situation, but sometimes you're without access to food. I mean, you mm-hmm. may not be able just to run to the fast food place at the airport or grab something mm-hmm. out of a vending machine. So grab some like granola bars, some non-perishable type stuff, granola bars, beef jerky, things like that, and keep several of them in your bag that you have with you. I usually take one snack per day, even if I don't eat it. Uh, my, my go-to is beef jerky and Usually gummy bears. Those are, yes. the, those are the two <laughs> things. But um, that issue, that um, incident that you were explaining, that actually happened to me is that there was a, a thunderstorm and we had to circle for an hour and a half. And then that we, was in Boston, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. Then, and then we and so it was about a three, almost four hour delay. Mm-hmm. And so my my friend that I travel with looks over and says, and this is coming back. And he says, do you have any more beef jerky? And I look and I have two pieces and that was, that was it, you know, so we, last of it, it, and, but it got you through. and I'd started with 15, but it was the last, but it got us through. And so it was, uh, we were in an immediate danger of starvation, but it was nice to have. Yeah. And this is something that you've talked about many times is the security. Oh yes. And I, not being aware and, and one of the things is we have very, very secure um, airport facilities and things like that. We go through, um, you know, all of our, our checks. Well, every other country does that, too. But there are a lot of places that there is heightened security, even more than, than I think what we see every day. Um, and so for people, for the first time, it may be a little, you know, overwhelming. Um, it looks different. And, and so, you know, you walk off the plane and you see military people not police officers not tsa Mm -hmm. you see the military and they have um you know their full military gear everything they're fully armed yes and and that's um that's a big deal i remember in italy uh yeah the first time i saw it i was like wait a minute is something going on is something happening that we're not aware of is there some sort of event or something and and i'm looking around like what are you talking about and she's like look 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 and i'm like (laughs) what and she says this guy's man and i was like oh no that's just you know and and they the military there back up the local law enforcement and the in the the sheriff's department so they they back that up and and here because of our the way our government is designed that doesn't happen and so when you see that for the first time it can be um, intimidating it can be intimidating yeah um but it's it's actually pretty common across the world and and you know and you would much rather be safe you would rather those people do that i um I won't tell the story, kind of. I will about the time the talcum powder spilled on my um oh yes my uh, my Your suit bag. my bag, and then the I was in Italy, and they kind of detained me and asked me what that was, <laughs> and you know I I didn't know the word for chafing, but finally <laughs> yes. we figured it out, and they were like okay, um so that took a, the, took a few minutes, yeah. but yeah, you got and, it figured out, and and that was one of the things. But again, you know when you see these guys with you their know, kind of you know just you know yes sir do what what they say yes um. Other th- one other thing that I learned this time that I didn't realize is um, in Turkey, once you enter the airport and you go to your waiting area, um, it is sealed behind bulletproof glass. And so once you um, there's at Istanbul, I think there was four security checks to get even to the gate to the gate. Wow. And yeah. um, and again, you know, that's just the world that they live in mm-hmm. and that we live in. But, you know, there was four in, in the last one. I was like, hey, I'm going to go. Um, grab a Coke and the lady says, what do you mean? I says, well, I need it. She says, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, why can't I? 
And she says, because you've already been through here and I've already yes. scanned your, your ticket. Now there's bathrooms and water fountains and everything inside that. But once you go through there, if, if it's a country like that, I don't even know what it's called, but I know that they don't let you go in and out like, in and out, like, like, like we do here. Because it, it's yeah. sealed in. So that was another thing that was a little different for me. But, you know, again, all of the things in the world, you want to be safe. You want to make sure I would much rather have to go through four bag checks and yes. security deals and not have that than than to risk anything you know happen to anyone 100 percent. um something that i've thought about several times and we've experienced this with students is remember not to try to bring back items that are too large when you come home because they're not going to let you Bring them. They're now, not going to let you through, you know, now, security now, that, with it. That, that's in your carry-ons we're right, talking about. in your carry-on. Um, and they, and Things, they, remember liquids, three ounces, 3.4 ounces, I think it is. Um, things like that. Jeff had a student that couldn't bring some honey back to his grandmother because it was too large of a container of right. it. And, and one of the things you have to be careful with is if you put wine, olive oil, and things like that in your check bags understand that you know they're, they're not always so gentle with that no, stuff and no, we've you, had stuff broken you know i've had statues broken um that i had placed in there and it was very well wrapped and yet you know if that happens you you don't want your bottles of wine to be broken and it won't only ruin the wine or your whatever it's going to ruin your clothes and my suggestion have it shipped home have it shipped and it's going to be a little more expensive but yeah. but you know you have insurance on all of that and um you know i, I think for for most most um things it is that way um i'm not sure if you know there are some exceptions but i just know it's always appeared to me that they've made me pour out anything that was you know even if it was a sealed soda or sealed whatever they they made me pour it out yeah. and um you know, because you couldn't bring it past the liquid. It's for safety. Right. It's for safety purposes. So, you know, don't get upset about it. Just know that that's, you know, the rules when you go in and then everybody's good. Just follow the rules and you'll be fine. And, and you know, when you're thinking about souvenirs and things like that, if it's liquid, have it shipped here. Um, I know that I like to pride myself on taking a backpack and every now and then a carry on. But when I was in Greece, I bought so many souvenirs that I ended up having to buy a duffel bag. They were soapstone statues. Yeah, the, they? yeah, yeah. And, and I had to buy that, um, you know, so, some luggage over there to get it back. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Again, um, I wouldn't ship soapstone. I uh, wouldn't ship uh, wine, olive oil, anything like that, or put. I uh, not put ship it. it as a, put, put, yeah, I wouldn't put it in my oh, check bag. Yeah, my um, check bag. I would but. ship it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Now the next two, I think we kind of need to combine them because this was your experience, and this is where things went a little haywire on your last adventure. Was misconnections and lost luggage? They kind of went hand in hand this time. And, and again, I always like to just do carry on, so it's with me the whole time. I don't have to worry about going finding my luggage and then going through customs but um absolutely so um the one of the big issues is that that starts at all is a misconnection yes and it wasn't intentionally missed. Right. i mean it wasn't you know it wasn't like you were running late or right. anything like that right um yeah so basically what happens is weather delays and and you you have a window a lot of times people on the misunderstanding that Every airport has something like we have in Atlanta where, you know, you have a trolley system or subway system. But but understand, if you leave the United States, 
or when you come back, you're going to go through customs. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes customs can take, you know, 30 or 40 minutes. Sometimes it could take four hours. hours. You know, um, in in Edinburgh, it was, um, was, you know, the summer, and it took customs maybe three or four hours. Mm -hmm. Um, We kept looking, we kept looking, and that's where we missed the plane, um, was in Edinburgh, you know, and we did it because... um, the connection was late because we had to go through customs. Plus, we um, their you know, plane was actually late. Right, our pl- plane was about uh, an hour late. I had about a three-hour window built in. Plane was an hour late in customs. It took you know, over three hours to get through that, so we missed it. Um, but you know, the people were very good um, with getting us another that we could have stayed that night. But my friend's wife was waiting for us in Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah. And and so they were very good about booking us from there to Boston to Atlanta. Um, but yeah, it, it, it caused a, a couple of issues because when we got in Boston, um, there was a, another weather delay and it was, yeah, there were and, thunderstorms everywhere. And we almost missed that one, but we got it. And then when we, we were on the way to Atlanta, I was frustrated because I, you know, there was no way I was going to make the Atlanta, um, to uh, Panama city, plane it just wasn't going to happen and that was the last one of the evening and um, this lady I was talking to beside me she was a Delta flight attendant and she made some magic happen whenever I got out of the plane they had someone on a cart um, waiting there and they whipped me down I was the last uh, to to the the last gate I was like at gate 28 my gate was gate one she took me there she was yelling as we're going don't close that gate and I got (laughs) and I got home that night but my luggage didn't your luggage did not the whole issue in um Scotland is where things went a little crazy and somehow the luggage stayed there when you traveled and apparently went multiple times back and forth from Paris. Paris to Scotland, and like there were multiple tags on your suitcase right. that and showed the evidence of it going back and forth several and, times. And, and, I, and I had it tracked, and so every time I would look, it's like, <laughs> no, it's in Charles de Gaulle right now. Uh, no, it's in Edinburgh right now. And, um, you know, and, and that was annoying, but honestly, I uh, stayed on the phone for a couple of days and they, um, you know, they made it right. My, my stuff came in and, and they it's actually what, delivered it to our house. Right. And, and it's one of those things, guys, that um, I know most airlines, if, if something like that happens and you're somewhere, say, if you were going there instead of coming back, um, you know, the luggage will get there or if not, they'll compensate you for it. Yes. But, you know, and, and I never and I didn't file and I probably should have. Um, but, you know, if you need, you know, clothes or if you need something within reason, you know, they'll, they'll make it up to you. Yeah. Yeah. They'll reimburse you as long as you can provide the receipts and stuff. Most of the time for, you know, basic needs, they will try to help you make it right. And, and that's, that's a big deal. Right. You know, and, and just the people are, are very good. You know, if you call customer service, they'll, they'll talk to you. And, you know, I, I, I got really frustrated um, about that. And, and it, you know, I was frustrated you know about the situation but i could tell you delta had some amazing people yes. um that said man could, you know we'll we'll make sure it uh we'll, we'll make sure you get to you blah 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 and then you know like i said i get this call and it says hey i've got your your luggage so we didn't have to go to the airport we didn't have to do yeah. anything um the other thing is if you're flying in europe and on vacation there and there are delays um they have to if it's more than uh, like eight hours they have to put you up for the night on their dime, they have to feed you on their dime, and you could file for um, 
like some sort of compensation, which can be anywhere between four to eight hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, and so um, so they take it very seriously. They, they, they do. They they want everything yeah. to be efficient. Um, and you know the the reason that we weren't able to do that um was because so so much of that was um was the issue not from it was from uh, Europe to the United States. It wasn't from if it had been from Paris to somewhere else. Then yeah, then that would have been. But but it's cool to know. But you know the big thing is when things go wrong, you know, take a deep breath, find your happy place, and um, as we say, pack your patience. Yeah, you know, and and it, it's hard, man. I I pack it and pack it tight, and then sometimes it opens <laughs> up, man. And um, you know, but you know, just try try to be understanding. Uh, again, you know, the people there are working. You know, in the airlines, they mm-hmm. they can't help the weather, they can't help the situation. No. But but what they can do is they could you know, really make things better for you. Like in, you know, the, the lady that with Delta, I mean, she didn't have to do that. I was having a bad day. She made sure I got home that night and instead of having to spend the night in an airport or whatever, and she didn't have to do that. Um, you know, so, you know, I think I ended up picking you up at the airport about 11 or something like that. So you made it in, right. You know, the day I was supposed to, just, just took the scenic route through Boston. Yeah, exactly. But things do go wrong when you travel sometimes, and you just have to put it into perspective and remember that this is not your whole trip. Just because one thing happens, it's not affecting your whole trip. It's affecting the moment. So keep it in perspective and work from there. Things will get better. And and find your happy place because, you know, and and I used to be bad about this, and, and I think I'm a lot better now, but... You know, when the first thing goes wrong, and then if you're just sour about it, you're not going to enjoy Things it. Things are going to roll downhill. You know, it's like, you know, I, I've had an amazing vacation. You yes. know, a, a, my bag coming in two or three days later, that took nothing away from just the joy that I had. Um, you know, on, on the phone when I was talking to Marnie, I was frustrated about this and that. And, you know, I was like, oh, man, this is just crazy, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know. When I got home, slept in my bed, things were wonderful, and then my luggage came in, and things were great, and then, you know, now I have all this content for our, yes. you know, we have this, and then my friend and I, we, we had just a great time together, and um, so. Yeah, I think y'all had a good time hanging out in yep, Turkey, just, yep. and seeing him getting to show you his home, right? and you getting to see it through his eyes, right. and him getting to see it through a history teacher's eyes, right. you know, that it, it, it brought different perspectives for both of you. That was really cool. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. And as always, thank you for subscribing and commenting. And if you have any tips or suggestions or ideas, thoughts, anything, just want to talk travel, drop us a comment on any of our social channels on YouTube, wherever you are, just drop us one. We would love to talk travel with you guys. And remember, follow us on socials. Check out our website, BrokeTeachersTravel.com. And we love hanging out with you guys. Remember, break the monotony, not the bank. Have a great weekend.